Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Nerd Talk, Nerd Talk, talking about Nerd Talk, yeah! Hey, welcome to Nerd Talk Plus, our weekly deeper dive into the stories that make this world nerdier. From Odyssey's Nerd Talk, I'm your host and ladybug photographer, Gregor. And he's been on vacation in Montana, no doubt telling a moose about whales. He's Brandon from the internet. He does this for free. You know what I, uh, I just, hi, first of all, hi. Uh, hi. The thing I just realized, so the country of whales um, mm. is, mm-hmm. I feel like something I should be a lot more stoked about, given my obsession with uh, whales. And anyway, the country of Wales is uh, is just qualified for its first World Cup since 1958, um, and I am going to support, they're in the same uh, qualifying group it, within the World Cup uh, as the United States, and I'm having a hard time deciding if I'm going to support the United States or Wales, the country, or Wales, the animal, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, The just so you know, Brandon, the whales are separate from yeah, yeah, yeah. the country of Wales. And yeah, so. no, I know. But yeah, I can't okay. speak either of their languages, so no, 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 no. <laughs> Specifically, the fact that they speak English, but still, it doesn't. It doesn't make sound any anything sense. like yeah, English. No, yeah, no, no, no. Um, yeah, my my boy just said to me. He said, "Did you know that another name for orcas is killer whales?" <laughs> I, the, unprovoked. Oh. I just I didn't ask him about anything, and he just said that to me. And I said, "Oh, really?" And he's like, "Yeah. Did you know that they're not whales? That they're actually more like dolphins?" And I was like. <laughs> Are you sure, idiot? <laughs> I think technically you might be wrong. And he goes, I'm never, like, I'm the king of this house. Yeah. I'm never wrong, <laughs> sir. And I said, well, ask Mr. Brandon about it when I get on here with him. And yeah. he goes, why? Does he know about ocean animals? And I was like, well, at least about whales. He's like, so all animals of the ocean? And I was like, no. <laughs> no. He does not know about crustaceans. No. Or... He can tell you about whales, though. So, Brandon, we've talked about this before. Yeah, it's yeah. enthralling for everybody. Are Orcas and dolphins technically whales. Orcas are technically dolphins, but dolphins are technically whales. So orcas are Thank whales. You. Yeah. Okay, and they'll all be rooting against the U.S. Yeah, in exactly. the World Cup in November. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we got it all yeah. squared away. Now you really piqued my interest here, Brandon. We'll get to it in a second. But neither of us is a scientist, engineer, or supervillain. Not yet. But if you are, let us know what we get right and wrong on this show. And if you could do us a favor and write a review or tell a friend or just holler at us with your answer to this episode's question of the week. This episode's question of the week is how much of your body are you willing to replace with machine parts? Oh, someone else has been watching Obi-Wan, I see. Cool, cool, (laughs) cool. actually, yeah. Now, you intrigued me off air before we started this, and you said, I need to talk to you about Formula One. Yeah. And I'm like, obviously all in, yeah. so let's go. What What's limited to like just a couple minutes? Sure, because sure, sure, yeah. anyone who's not watching Drive to Survive or been a Formula One fan for 30 years I, is not going to be interesting. And to be honest, like I'm, I'm somebody who's just trying to get into it, and the reason is because you're into it, and it's I want to like be able to talk to you about stuff. Yeah, um, thanks, buddy. Yeah. And so you, uh, you, you know, you kind of got me into it, and so I started to watch a little bit uh, recently, and I just mm-hmm. want you to like explain to me, uh, like I'm the noob idiot that I am, um, yeah. or explain to me like your son, who's probably smarter than me, except for about whales, idiot. 
Um, He's way smarter than you about F1, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I guarantee it. Um, what, what, the, ti- the tires, uh, it, you, you use different tires based on the okay. heat, based on the, okay. the, the road itself. Uh, I got you all covered. The, I just know that there's soft tires, medium tires, and okay, hard stop, tires. Stop, That's stop, it. Stop. Here we go. Here we go. Every race, yeah. you are required to use two different compounds of tires. They bring three. Okay. Okay? So you just got to use two of them. And if it rains, that rule goes out the window because you use a rain tire. Yeah. And they're not going to make you use two different types of rain tires because it might be the same level of rain the whole time. So, yeah, they have a soft, medium, and a hard. At some point, you have to drive two of those three. Okay, really? so like if you start out on the softs, you either have to move to mediums or hards, or you get like a penalty at the end why, that'll disqualify you from that? winning. Like why? Why make like if if mm-hmm. if every driver would benefit from the hard tire, and then I want to know like the the reason I'm bringing this up on Nerd Talk is because I want to yeah. know like what's the science be- behind using a hard versus a soft tire or anything like that. Sure. Um, but like why? If the competitive advantage is the same for everybody to just be using the same tire, why not just have everybody use the same tire? Like, Okay, so there's a couple different facets to this. One, the cars are all individually made by the teams. It's a manufacturer series. So like the, the Ferrari makes a totally different car than the Mercedes mm-hmm. or the Red Bull or whoever, okay? And so some cars might be really gentle on tires. They might be able to prolong the life of a tire. So a harder tire is typically thought to be more durable and a softer tire is faster because it's softer and more rubbery and you get more contact patch but it burns away faster so if you have a car that's hard on the soft tires you might run the hard tires and see if you can run them longer than somebody else to be to make one fewer pit stop at the end or whatever the main advantage is is that they don't refuel an f1 so that means you start with a hundred I think it's like a hundred liters of fuel on board or 100 kilograms of fuel on board they do it by weight. Um, and so at the beginning, a soft tire is going to get chewed up faster because of the extra weight pulling the car down and thus making more motion go through the tire as it moves laterally across the road. So if you put on the soft tire at the end, it would be more like qualifying. And in qualifying, you set a lap on the lowest amount of fuel to see who just has the most raw pace, mm-hmm. who can go the fastest. So by the end of the race, if you can slap on the soft tires and um, really kill it at the end, you can really make a huge stride coming late into those last few laps. The problem is is that passing is really difficult in Formula One, despite their best efforts. You're still driving a car that has the same footprint as a Land Rover at somewhere between 60 and 200 miles an hour, depending on where you're at. And so to be able to be brave enough to... like, I realize that they treat I-5 like this all the time, where people (laughs) are moving in and out, and it's like... but. Um, in order to be able to make that happen is quite a feat. And so at the end of the race, when someone else's tires are crap and you put on those soft ones that are really fast, you can make a huge difference at lightweight. So, like, for instance, sometimes a guy will be like, I have a fast car, but I qualified way down the field. So I'll start on the hards. Everyone else will go to the mediums and then they'll go to the softs or, you know, whatever. They'll, they'll make a couple stops. But I'll try and get. 60 of 65 laps done on this hard tire and then I'll switch real quick and be really fast at the end so that way I can make up some spots and it's a huge there can be a huge advantage but the problem is is you run into things that are out of control out of one's control like a safety car comes out when there's a crash or um, or maybe something else happens that slows the race and it starts raining and then everyone changes anyway and so it's rolling the dice it's a strategy game and before there wouldn't be changes of tires and so it was just everyone was on the same thing the whole time. This way you get like people that'll gamble a little bit. There's like a little a bit risk. more there's like a race within or like a game within the race, which is the yeah. strategy game of of which okay, cool. Yeah. That makes now, so much more sense to me now. Yeah, and so the idea it hasn't always been that way. It's been for the last fifteen years they've had the two different compounds of tire. It used to be two and then they made it to three. And um, the thing where people get confused is there's five different tires that they use throughout the year, and they pick three of them for each race. They never need to say that to anybody. And so it depends on the circuit. Like, if you live in the desert, this is for driving your road car, too. If you live where it rains all the time, you need an asphalt that will get the water out of the way faster. But if you live somewhere that's dry all the time, you need something that withstands the sun better. And so there's different, you know, like you put different types of stones to make that asphalt. Yeah, like the actual surface is a different yeah. surface yeah but you know like they race in uh, bahrain which is like a government can like uh it's one of these world cup countries yeah. where they like bring in migrant workers and pay them right. in quotes yeah. to <laughs> build their circuits or whatever <laughs> what are you paying me in death yeah yeah like well you get to live yeah. and horribly at that but um 
And so, like, yeah, those places are they treat the tires differently. So, there you go. That's now are you seven minutes of stuff that people did not need to know? No, I I find it very interesting, uh, and I think that uh, well, one thing that I think anybody can take away from this is that um, don't make fun of people in places like Atlanta and even Seattle when they get a bunch of snow and they don't know how to deal with it because, as Gregor just mentioned, the road surfaces are different in places. Like, when there's a ton of snow in where I live, which we get snow, a lot of it, every single year in Spokane, like, the roads are are prepared for it. Like, we have different types of roads as well as just, like, 50 times the amount of snow plows and services to take care of it. Uh, the other thing that I could think I can take away from it is that I need to get harder tires, I believe, on my tire, on my um, car. Did you say you need to get harder? <laughs> yeah, harder? clip that. I need to get harder. Uh, I need to get harder <laughs> tires in order to avoid $237 speeding tickets from cameras uh, in a school zone. So... Uh, the harder the tire, apparently the slower I would be going and the less the, money I would be paying. The bigger the <laughs> the harder the brand. I can't, oh, we can't oh, say God. that. I can't say that. We can't, we can't do that. Uh, that's all beeped. Okay. I just beeped all Okay, that. good. Good. <laughs> all right. Well, um, here we are. <laughs> Scientists out digging around in the dirt discovered themselves quite the flying monster. A couple fossilized skeletons of a long dead dinosaur that they're calling the Dragon of Death. That's awesome. <laughs> that's also yes. what they, uh, I feel like that's the leader of a some sort of white supremacist cult. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Uh, uh, it's part of the pterosaur family, actually. So pterosaur being P-T-E-R-O-S-A-U-R, uh, like a pterodactyl or a pterodon, okay? By comparison, an eagle with like a seven or eight foot wingspan can carry off a salmon or a small poodle. Or like a goat. Have you ever seen like those golden eagles uh, like in the Andes that just pick up goats and drag yeah. them off of cliffs? Yeah, they're terrifying. Uh, uh, part of their strategy, I think, is to knock them off, right? Yeah. So that they fall down and yeah, then they don't eat like, their brains. They don't like pick them up and, and carry yeah. them away, but they do have enough power to grab them and like lift them enough to, to, to throw them off of the edge of a cliff. Uh, and these goats, which are so sure-footed on these uh, cliff faces, are, I think, hard um, prey to do that with. But they still end up, yeah, like bashing their heads in on the bottom of a valley and eating their brains out. I oftentimes think think that humans would benefit from having a 30-foot wingspan, like the size of a three-story building, only wide, a 30-foot wingspan beast that was flying around that could potentially swoop in and yeah. you know pick you up. And I was talking to our, uh, our, our pal John Manley about this, and he was like, you think it's like big enough to pick up your kid? And I was like, I, maybe, especially after I've pushed him to get away, you know, like it's like a... Seems like seems possible. Like we so need you, you, we need um like right now. We, we remember growing up. I I'm sure it's the same for you uh, that like we grew up as a kid irrationally afraid of certain things attack like shark attacks right or yeah. uh, quicksand or things like that. Like but realistically, unless you're in the, the wild where cougars or you know bears or something could actually or sharks, atta- or sharks could actually attack you um <laughs> shark attack in the middle of the forest <laughs> ah, it came right out of the quicksand oh, no! the tree shark <laughs> uh but like but like we're irrationally scared of those things as kids and then you grow up and you're like oh my gosh sharks but what you're saying is you know we don't have a natural predator in everyday life like what we actually other than you know like jaywalking and getting hit by a car or something like what yeah. we need is something flying the, the the constant threat of a dragon of death swooping yeah. down and taking you away now you know to be fair in america we do have the f- constant fear of being shot to oh, death course, by people yeah. with weapons that are Whatever. Um, but, like, imagine if, like, you know, you you know the building that I work in. Imagine if I was going to run to the Amazon Go store and I had to, like, take a look out and there had to be, like, people out there that needed the AR-15 to be ready. And be yeah. Like, clear. Like, you had to wait for, like, the, the, the crosswalk sign would actually be the guy that has his aim out to be able to shoot down any pterosaurs that are going to come swooping in. I, I often think, I mean, we would obviously just make laser weapons to destroy all of them and make them go extinct. Yeah, but yeah. maybe they could, like, maybe they could, like... I want there to be some sort of alternate timeline, a multiverse, I guess is the popular term, where like they've developed like anti-human armor, so it's a real struggle to defeat them, like an alien versus predator type yeah. thing with the alien. Like he's like they have like an exoskeleton pterosaur. Yeah, 
now we're thinking now it's like a like an insect too yeah. do we <laughs> you and i humans hate the human race so much that we wish that we had a predator that would kill more of us yeah i mean not actually because sure. like like i i would not be able to save my i'd be the first to yeah i mean no i'm actually giants well, huge advantage to be, being obese like <laughs> yeah or maybe the fact that you're tall means that you stand out in a crowd too like so that way when they do swoop down they're like all right there's the one that's sticking out could you imagine the badass scar that I could have on my face, oh, though? Or like yeah. an eye patch from my missing eye from when I, like a pterosaur couldn't carry me away? As we say at the top of the show, neither of us is a scientist, engineer, or supervillain, but if you got a big face Yet. scar from a, t- from a pterosaur, <laughs> you would be. <laughs> yeah, it'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, wait, so you say like a, so an eagle has a seven foot wingspan. Uh, this I, I, pterosaur like, I think that they discovered like it has a 30 foot wingspan. So, like, this thing is is massive golden eagle wingspan let's look this up just to make sure yeah between six and eight feet for a golden eagle so like, that's bigger than a bald eagle yeah yeah because uh, the golden eagle is the biggest yeah, right I think so yeah so it's the same the the golden eagle and the bald eagle each have like about a six to eight foot wingspan so they found all right we talked about something similar on the show recently where um mm-hmm. the scientists were out digging in the dirt and they discovered that the bones i'm assuming the fossils to this thing wherever they were uh we recently discovered that the tyrannosaurus rex that we thought uh was the tyrannosaur was actually like an amalgamation of a bunch of different fossils from a bunch of different species that all happened to be in the same place where they put together this skeleton so like the the tyrannosaur that we thought existed was actually multiple you know hodgepodge yeah. together is this is this potentially the same thing though like could this just be like a bunch of 10 foot wingspan animals that they just happened to put together it's so, like we've created the dragon of death well i think it maybe it's the opposite at work hopefully <laughs> so you're talking you're referring to when we found out that there was the tyrannosaurus rex the tyrannosaurus regina and the tyrannosaurus imperator yes. that sounds like a star destroyer yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so cool um yeah i think that maybe they're discovering that maybe like they thought was a smaller selection of animals is actually much larger than we anticipated mm. like this is the pterodactyl imperator or whatever it has a different name but that's like yeah, the, yeah, yeah. that's the notion here so yeah. I, man it must have been life must have been hard back then do when you have a 30 like a 10 meter across flying reptile that came now the thing is is that my child might know but i don't know if it had teeth or not uh. so that's like the big distinguisher between the pterodon and the Tyrannosaurus is one of them has teeth and one doesn't. All I so. think about is like you you mentioned at the beginning if 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 our if our wingspan was thirty feet and you compare that to a three story building, right? Yeah. Um, imagine the size of body that would have had to create the need to have such large wings in order to create yeah. like the lift that to get that body off of the ground. Like if I'm trying to picture like, it's like a, a flying alligator. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's like you have this <laughs> massive gorilla that has, you know, 30 foot, you know, 15 feet on each side of it sized wings uh, soaring through the air, dropping down like Georgia the Jungle style, <laughs> like picking you up. <laughs> Hold on. So, but to be fair, also, the weight of a bald eagle with like an eight foot wingspan maximum would be about, is like between seven and 14 pounds. That's so let's it. say eight feet is for 14 pounds. So thirty feet, it goes. It doesn't just go up. Like right. it goes up. I think more. Um, what do you call that when it's um, exponentially? Yeah, I think it's yeah. more. So like, but maybe you're talking about forty to fifty pounds. That's so like my Aussie Doodle with wings. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's not as scary. It, it bites enough. Let <laughs> me tell you. <laughs> that's that. Okay. Well, then then I'm less terrified. Great. What's ter- P T E? I'm I'm less terrified. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm reading here at Gizmodo.com that Americans have collectively lost more than $1 billion in cryptocurrency scams since last year. About $1 in $4 involved in scammery, like other related things, the, is money in the blockchain. Like if you think about that Super Bowl commercial where we all just took a photo of the bouncing QR code, that's like such a clear indicator, like stuff like that that shows how easily duped we are and how that's totally coming true. You know... I don't, again, I don't really know anything about econo- economics or whatever. I know that I made a crap load of money by owning some Ethereum that I just forgot about or whatever. But, like, to me, the, you know how the, the government backs the other currencies yeah. and then it, like, doesn't fluctuate as significantly? Let's go 
Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> um, and like, doesn't I'm not actually supporting no, it, I by know, the way. I I'm just know. making a joke yeah. for everyone. I because I have stupid. that name. Yeah, 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 yeah it's yeah. just, yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, but the idea that, like, oh, maybe maybe for once the, <laughs> the whole government argument of, like, we should have some sort of backing for the yeah, FDIC. Some sort of regulation, insured, yeah. Might, might be helpful. Right. So. No, the entire idea that um, a bunch of, like, 25-year-old alpha male wannabes uh, put in, and like granted I'm painting with a very wide swath here but like uh, oh, no you're not though because the data suggests that millennials and like the 30 year old range were the most likely to be scammed and for once it wasn't the boomers yeah. it wasn't the old well it's because they can't figure out how to work the QR code on the menu at Red Robin before they can even figure out how to scan the one on the TV in order to lose a bunch of money no that God not that Biden. that one was making them lose money but the entire idea that you just have uh, no regulation and a bunch of people like NFTs like we saw how quickly the value of NFTs dropped once people uh, and I put value in quotes right because were they ever worth yeah. anything in the first place um like no. as soon as because they're not backed by anything and and like at the end of the day what is gold right like if if, if the, the dollar is backed against gold like what the the gold the value in gold is only what we as humans decide to put into it right but at the end of yeah. the day like collectively as a government who decides how much you know not necessarily decides how much our dollar is worth but is able to influence how much our dollar is worth by interest rates and by trade and things like that uh, like at least there's something there even if even if it is a flimsy kind of concept to begin with based on what humans value uh the same again you introduced pterosaurs again and like <laughs> yeah, it changes everything like having an ar-15 will be like one of the more important things right now uh that's it's it's funny to think that like uh, i mean as i just did it 30 seconds ago the fact that we make fun of elder people in general about getting scammed on you know a nigerian prince trying to tell you that you've inherited a million dollars they need to give you a million dollars so that they don't get it taken away by their government or something and then here we are as 25 30 year old mostly white men uh getting scammed out of their hard-earned i don't know money that they made working at some nefarious tech company probably or worse yet i'm sure it's the it's more likely people that I, I think it's kind of a praise upon people who are willing to be like, I've heard a lot about crypto. Sure. There's people getting rich. Now Facebook serves me up an ad for this very reputable crypto company. Yeah. You know, I spent a lot of time thinking about this and I don't know. So I sent you a, a pair of boots that I'm thinking about buying that you made fun of me for, you dick. And um, <laughs> No, I'm picky about boots. I just want to know the brand because uh, I, I've done a lot of research into boots. Uh, so like I would like some Red Wings, you yeah, know what I mean, course, like the old they, throwback one. Yeah, they cost but they're like a million pterosaur coins. <laughs> PT coins. Yeah, PT coins. <laughs> Which, ironically or not ironic, coincidentally, is based on the value of the PT Cruiser. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez, that's bad. Unless you're Michael Scott, yeah, like that's terrible. Yeah. But um, also, what a what a perfect right piece of writing. Uh, <laughs> at the end of the day, it's to like write that as his favorite car. <laughs> it was. Uh, very timely, yeah, even then. Yeah. So yeah, the um, I think a lot about how you get served a lot of stuff advertising wise, and you have to like trust the reviews of things that can easily be manipulated by just having friends and family or paying someone five cents a review in another country to submit them. And yes, verified. What's even verified? I, yeah. I it says right there, verified. Wow. Like, look, I'm verified on social media, and what does that even mean? <laughs> Nothing except for like is not successful but is still important somehow i'm know? verified on social media and that's i mean even more and you do this for free and i do this for free so i can literally <laughs> say anything oh he's verified yeah so just the notion of like back in the day um you would buy a whatever like like for instance i buy a a Honda, a Subaru, a Ford, whatever that is, and you're like, that's a big brand that has invested a ton of money, and it's easy to track what they're doing. But the same way you would buy uh, hand sanitizer that was Clorox, and you'd be like, okay, Clorox is a brand that has a long-running reputation as, like, this is a tested product that is safe or whatever. Then the next thing you know, you have the local distiller down the street making hand sanitizer because people are 
buying it all up. And then the next thing you know, it's some company that is uh, like a foreign company that doesn't have the same regulations that is then being easily sheltered in by a service like Amazon. And I start to miss the old giant brands because of the reputation. I want to buy these boots they're 200 bucks, but I've never heard of this company and they have a storefront in Manhattan and that's about as close to like, okay, that like, I guess that does it for me or whatever. But I actually like, know no exactly, longer- now that you've said that, I know exactly the company that you're talking about. And uh, I feel like it's a it's an okay buy. Yeah, yeah. But but at the same time that like I got showed and I sent it to you and then I got to my wife and to you and then I got showed an ad on TikTok for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like, man, that's amazing that they like. Got, I'm sure I got it from another ad somewhere. Anyway, that yeah. doesn't matter. It's the notion that like these other companies that we know nothing about are slipping in, and it whether it's a like I bought this like the world's thinnest wallet. I don't even know who it's by. Like I yeah. can't even tell you. It was a Kickstarter campaign that took off. And like, yeah, like it's like this tiny little wallet and it's like this Kickstarter campaign and I bought it and it was expensive and it like, it panned out, it's good or whatever, but I, you have no idea when people buy f- clothes off of Amazon and they get the thing that was not even at all, like it's designed for teddy bears yeah. and it's the same quality as Barbie clothing. I think what's, like it's, what's crazy about it, and, and you touched on it with the whole, uh, it's these people who heard that crypto is getting big therefore i should get on that right but they don't have necessarily the means to really uh do the research or the time to do the research and maybe they don't have the means to invest in like some of the bigger named you know coins that exist or whatever i think about that the same way that when i i'm I'm a i'm a cyclist right when i was first getting into cycling i was like look i can't i just can't afford these big name cycling brands even though i know that they're probably high quality and this and that and so I ended up going to at, you know, I'm in college or, you know, early in college and I'm going to uh, the Internet, going to Amazon and, and trying to buy a, uh, a a cycling jersey. And then I, I buy what I think is my size, a medium, and I get it in three weeks. And it's the size of it's it's a it's ch- it's a child's jersey, but it says medium on it and things like that. And I paid my I paid real money for that thing, right? And I'm like very extremely disappointed by the result. I wasn't I don't think I could say scammed because I I spent less money on a inferior product uh, that ended up not working out for me. Um, so, but like these people who at the time I didn't have the means and I didn't have the knowledge to be able to get the thing that was actually going to give me the best return on investment. And like, at the end of the day, you might think like, uh, these people, you know, they had the ability to pay money into this thing and, you know, they got what they, uh, invested in at the end. But like these people, this is just straight up people getting scammed, like, like taking their money away. (laughs) It's not like, Oh, I, I invested in lamp coin and you know, some, very new tiny blockchain guy that could just create it because he wanted to but it was backed on like but at the end of the day this stuff is only uh as valuable if there's a bunch of people who all find it valuable right like lamp coin if uh, if a million people are like lamp coins awesome then the value of lamp coin is going to skyrocket it's the same way that if a million people think that like the shirt that brandon is wearing right now is great that this shirt will become a lot more valuable than it currently is, which is only Brandon thinks it's cool. <laughs> I see uh, Harry Styles wearing like a a shirt underneath his sweater that looks like it has like Grandma Doilies yeah, on it, yeah, like as yeah. a collar. And I'm like, well, don't, don't, don't do, don't do that. Don't make bad looks cool. Popular, yeah, you idiot. Yeah. God. And like, I know I sound like a million years old, but at the same time, like. I'm also not that out of touch. I'm not wrong. Like, make stuff that, like, looks cool, cool. <laughs> like, okay, sorry. I digress. Yeah, just the um the idea that, like, if you shop at, let's say you go to REI, I'll mention, like, a local big yeah. business. If you shop at REI, there's something behind it. You know, there's, like, there's a there's a bit of integrity there. And um, if you shop from random mail order thing that comes from a foreign country that has no scruples, then, like, you might end up with a piece of garbage. And, like, when it comes down to, like, my power strip that I use, and it's, like, are you going to trust something that you have? I can't test it to make sure that it's well manufactured. I have no idea. But I know that I can trust a bigger brand more that I see at the hardware store or whatever, like, one that has to go through all the processes. 
Yeah, I just worry about that about people getting scammed, and then and then on top of that, the late night commercials on the on the cable news networks or the on Facebook that's feeding you stuff with like almost no scrutiny other than AI that goes over it, and like the My Pillow guy or whatever mm-hmm. that causes problems. You know that type of stuff just it really worries me. But so. every once in a while, you strike gold, <clears throat> like with this thing that I got served up on Instagram that is a. Base, it's a piggyback uh, thing that makes giving your kid a piggyback easier. Uh, and it's mm. really, really cool. And I like it a lot. I'll send you a picture. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> I'm sure there's one from your trip with you. Nah, he's actually not big it. enough for it yet, but I'm stoked to use it. I haven't gotten to mm. use it yet. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Okay, well, let's uh, let's jump into the question of the week. This week's question of the week, Brandon? This week's question of the week is how much of your body are you willing to replace with machine parts? Uh, and I want to ask you this question. I mean, yeah, yes, I did just see uh, the first few episodes of Obi-Wan. And um, oh, obviously, Darth Vader is a person who is a lot of machine parts. Um, but then also you think about like specifically like cyborgs in general. We're, we're in a, a point in the human history and potentially human future where we're able to start replacing pieces of you know we have prosthetics and we have prosthetics that are now able to start to be controlled by your mind or by sight or you know all of these different things uh like okay what what about when we i think we've talked about this before what about when those things start to become voluntary like what if i can replace my oh if you think about the what are they called in um the not the Mandalorian, but the book of Boba Fett, the cyborg kind of people mm-hmm. that have like enhanced all of the different, I don't remember what they're called. The gang that like has they're re- like, a, they're like, they're, I think they're called mods mods. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. Because like, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I don't, I don't remember what their enhancement thing is called, but I understand what you mean. Like when it's like, when you get a cyborg I put in and then it like does cool stuff or yeah. the, it, first of all, I'm terrified of all of that because of the rate in which we develop. And like, imagine if you have the right now, if you had a 1997, cyborg link up for your artificial arm that you are that you chose to have put in right and like now you can only run stuff that is on dial up (laughs) like like or you can't like the fact that we have the voyager spacecraft 40 years in space and they're like still working on technology that was that's 50 years old because it had to be developed in the lead up to launching them it's like mind-boggling that that stuff is still working and imagine if that was how your eyeball worked it would be (laughs) If you had a, if you have like an iPhone six at this point, like no offense if you do, I'm not being judgmental, but like you're living in a a, a different generation. You're like in a pre-Trump world, well, like, and, not and, like pre-Trump, but like pre-Trump president sure. world. Like you don't even exist in the 
same current time. Well, and realistically, like, I mean, they are, we are getting to the point where certain older models of technology are just straight up not supported by the newer networks that we're, that we're developing, right? So, like, as soon as the only thing that's available is 5G service or 5G broadband, um, you will not be able to access phone service on your older devices. And so, if that were to be the thing, is like, hey, sorry, your eyeballs don't work anymore because... Technology. We talked has, about that recently. Yeah, yeah, about how the eyeballs were being phased out. Like the the customer support wasn't going to exist for them anymore. Yeah. And it's like, what do you mean? Yeah, like you have to at least give a lifetime, a like a human lifetime full of support in order to be able to reasonably right. move forward with these things, or the ability to have another horrendous surgery to replace it. Or so, it's just like the the service for your eye gets outsourced to some country that like that becomes their massive uh, industry, which is like second hand support for your second hand that you've got added <laughs> to your wrist. <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful. Um, yeah, once they can regenerate. Like once we can regenerate skin and tissue and nerves and stuff like that, we won't arguably need them the same way. But once you can have like a connection with a new eye that's installed that actually repairs, mm. and if you needed to have it replaced, it wouldn't be like, well, let's, let's cut through that scar tissue. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Maybe maybe the question I would ask at the top of this show is, uh, can you not explain the hard or soft tires? Like, did you go for the hard or soft eye? You're required by the F1 <laughs> to use two in your lifetime. <laughs> like, they like swap out the driver's heads yeah. instead of helmets. Yeah. Like, <laughs> So there were some pretty wild early 20s nights and maybe even into my 30s where I look back and think, like, my God, my liver must absolutely hate me. And that was by choice. A team of scientists have created a perfusion machine, I don't know what that means, that can remove an unhealthy liver, one not considered suitable for transplantation. That's how bad off it is. They could put it in this machine that, at best, it can mimic the human body with, like, a heart pump and other organ-like functions. They drop the damaged liver in there, and over three days, they can feed it the right nutrients and drugs and return it to an acceptable functional state. Then I guess you would probably transplant this liver, because I don't think you're just keeping a body alive somehow without a liver and then dropping it back in and sewing the person up or whatever. Like, Or maybe they are. Maybe they are. Is there like a liver bypass machine that they can put you on? So, like, I always think of, like, cyborg stuff where... You know, you'd get like cool, like now I can run faster because I have robot legs yeah. like Darth Maul yeah. or whatever, or like a replacement arm like Luke Skywalker. It all seems to be Star Wars yeah, related. Yeah. Or like, does it get creepy like Borg from Star Trek yeah, where they're yeah. starting to like take over your body and mind with robot parts and you're being assimilated? Um, but really, the the thing that we have the most problem with is finding replacement organs for when the cancer gets you. Well, I think that so. that's the the reason I asked the question is how much of your body would you be willing to replace? I mean, like, there's obviously the voluntary side of it, which is like, I would like to improve the function of my nose or my eyes or my ears or whatever it might be, my arm. But then there's the, I would like to restore the function that I lost because of disease or injury or whatever it might be. And um, I guess the question is, like, it, the, the side of it is that... Uh, Part of you is going to be, or part of me, I'll say, I'll speak personally, like part of me is like, yeah, I mean, if I could extend my life because I was able to take my heart out, wash it and put it back in and all of a sudden it functions like a, you know, a healthy 30 year old rather than a 70 year old or however old I am. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) whatever it is, I don't know. Uh, That's what it sounds like they're doing with the liver. Uh, Like, you know, then that that's great. Okay, well, okay, instead of replacing your or instead of cleaning your heart or your liver we'll just replace it oh now your liver's not bad but it's your kidney okay we'll replace that okay now it's your and then all of a sudden you're your uh general grievous right where you are all <laughs> robot except for the lungs apparently <laughs> and and you um you know you, he's kind of like the grinch right he's got that tiny little shriveled heart yeah, and then like a yeah. nerve and like that's like, what it is we just needed to teach general grievous the meaning of christmas <laughs> you hear about this one, Brandon? Scientists have grown a human ear and successfully transplanted it onto a living human patient's head as a replacement. Now, 
some people are are you laughing about my terrible here joke no no i just love the idea of like like i what i imagine is they put it where the ear is supposed to be where there was an ear but they put this one on <laughs> i like to just think it's like all right this guy's bald let's put it on the top or that nipple's kind of weird looking let's make it weirder <laughs> put it on his butt so he can hear all the farts <laughs> <laughs> So scientists have regrown one for people that are born with like ear defects. Yeah. Like if you, some people just don't, that doesn't form correctly. There's a stage in development in utero that like doesn't go correctly. And so they've been able to take a cartilage sample, synthesize it to grow, and then 3D printed an ear to resemble the other one and attached it to this woman's head. Short term, it has worked. If it works long term, this is awesome for this patient with the ear birth defect, but also watch out because the future is no longer breast implants. It's like 3D printed wieners and boobs just like right around the corner. <laughs> well, I mean, like it, this feels like a step toward RIP vaginas. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Rest in pee pee. Um, no, I mean, this feels like a step toward instead of having to regrow an ear in a, you know, or 3D print an ear or whatever it might be. Uh, and then replacing the ear you have, it sounds like it's like seems like it's close to just being able to do it on your head, like just be able to like inject whatever it is into your into the ear, you know, whatever it is that you have in where that ear should be, and like having that thing grow just right on uh, the the ear, like right where it's supposed to be. I can't stop but think that if that's the case, that then like people like like dude bros and their and their bitcoins or whatever are going to be like i want you to put the injection of stem cell growth before he's born so that way i know he's going to be well off i mean that's like that's the weird thing about these like the the vanity surgeries and like the vanity idea of like being able to um change the uh um uh, the genes of somebody before it it the kid is born where people are like, Oh, you could choose their eye color or you can choose their, you know, you can make sure that you get rid of any birth defects or anything like that. But it's going to get to the point where it's like, it is going to be vanity to the point where like, yeah, I could choose that. Like I, if, if you can choose, would you choose for your kid to have small dick? <laughs> like, no, you would probably. So, but then you're all of a sudden making the choice for people like circumcision as a choice that like right. people fight about all the right. time out of the way yeah, just we're, we're getting that. it like, we're, just... <laughs> we're going straight to involuntary dong size <laughs> exactly like oh man <laughs> why didn't my dad choose for me to have a big dick what the f- dude why didn't you choose why didn't you pay the thousand dollars you jerk <laughs> you left me with this i've got to explain to anyone who's listening also that it doesn't matter what you actually have it's guaranteed that you're going to disappoint your partner with yeah. whatever thing you yeah. have at some yeah. point in time. Yeah. So <laughs> be confident in having no confidence, okay? <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, <laughs> I mean, okay, I how much of your body, like, I mean, the same thing with the ear, the liver, yeah. all of it. Like, I'm curious, you know, if like the, the ethical dilemma that I end up getting to that I never uh, finish is like, it can extend your life. How much of your body are you willing to actually replaced to the or like it, hypothetically right now what point do you start getting uncomfortable with like is it is it if it's voluntary is that uncomfortable or is it if i actually like if i need to replace these things or do you just kind of like you know humans are we're temporal creatures like do we just let us let myself die you know yeah it's um i think that there's becomes like a huge like the ai re- robot lawyers of the future are going to have like a whole new avenue of things to study because like for me if you see a child who loses an arm and you could do something about that of course but if you see a guy who wants to be like better at murdering (laughs) like and he gets you know that or i just want to play basketball better or i want to be able to jerk off faster like whatever it is we can't have a civil conversation about how trans people are going to be treated in sports let alone sure like let alone a that type of genetic modification or even as long as the modification is just making their dick bigger and not giving themselves a dick i think that the conservatives will be okay with it Uh, 
dude, I just want you to know that I think you're 100% wrong because <laughs> truck sales are going to go way down. <laughs> like, why do you think that so many white people... Never mind. Yeah, I can't, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we can't go there. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I had one more thing, but uh, I just want to point out that I haven't seen the film, but Val Kilmer makes an appearance in the new Top Gun film, and that guy can't talk anymore because he had a really bad throat cancer. Someone said that it was because he had all these symptoms, and he had someone pray to have it go away, like as a Christian science or something like that, and then finally when it became like real bad, he went, and they were like, why didn't you come in sooner? And he was like, what they've done to make that uh, possible is they've used an AI to go through and listen to come through a ton of his audio. There's so much of it available. And then generate the voice to match the moving lips. And so they were able to make him talk normally, whatever that means, in uh, in the film without him actually being able to talk without a voice modulator. Wow. Which, to me, is the guy who just writes stupid jokes and poorly delivers them, like, it gets canceled because of this episode or whatever. Like, can my company just replace me with the, I mean, there's... Hours and hours and hours and hours of material of me saying terrible things. Like, you could easily have someone generate the text and then have it voice it itself. Well, I mean, think about, like, I, this is different because he's the person actually in the film who they're then, like, dubbing his voice yeah. to. But think With like, his permission. With his permission. But think about they've also done this for, uh, uh, what's his name, Peter... Not Crouch, but the other tall, tall, skinny guy who was in Star stop, Wars. Stop, stop, stop. His name is Peter Crouch, for sure. It is definitely Peter Crouch, the football player. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but Cushing, Peter Cushing, the guy that... No, uh, Peter Crouch, thank you. <laughs> okay. That played uh, Grandma... Grandma... Uh, what was it? Grandma... Tarkin. Tarkin. In Star Wars, Like they just completely CGI'd his entire being in physical and like they did the same with leia they're doing the same i mean i to an extent with luke skywalker yeah. in uh the mandalorian and in, in book of boba fett and so like and it doesn't like it doesn't hold up it doesn't look that good no. it's like when it came out at first i was like that's pretty cool yeah. and then the more i see it i'm like that looks hella fake yeah. but also like i'd also be mad if it was a different actor sure. <laughs> so yeah. i like you can't win with Unless Star Wars like fans. sebastian stan because the dude looks exactly like a young uh uh What's his face? Luke Skywalker. Uh, Mark. Uh, Mark Hamill. Hamill, thank you. I was saying yeah, Mark yeah. Ruffalo. It's just like, <laughs> you like know what? Just get Mark Ruffalo in there. <laughs> Perfect. That's all we need. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. but like you, but then you, the, I think the difference, what I wanted to compare it to is like you or even James Earl Jones as Darth Vader is like, they, they don't have to match the voice with your, they don't have to make it look like he's actually talking. They, they, like with Val Kilmer, they actually have to make it look like he's saying the words versus with you on the radio or with James yeah. Earl Jones, who's not, he's not behind the mask of Darth Vader, but it's just his voice and there's no, there's no mouth or anything to sync it up to, right? Like if, if you took off the Darth Vader mask and you had Hayden Christensen talking and it sounded like James Earl Jones, that's where we'd have a problem, right? <laughs> yeah, that would be problematic to say the it's least. It's like the black voice. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I think about how if you haven't watched uh, Obi-Wan yet, one of the things that stands out to me is the voice of Darth Vader is, I was like, this can't be James Earl Jones because in, uh, what's it called? In the Rogue One, one, it sounds like an 80-year-old man talking as Darth Vader because it's an 80-year-old man talking as Darth Vader. So to me, they've had to clean it up or use AI to some capacity to make it sound young again and mean and like... I might go watch it's Obi Wan right now. It's actually just like James Earl Jones is ninety one years old. Like he's very very old. Like did they just like take all of the him in uh, the Sandlot? That's an and- actual respirator. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, yeah. that uh, that about does it for us. Um, <laughs> I guess we could wrap it all up here. It's time for what do we learn this week? After all, this is a very heady show, obviously. <laughs> they, they take our heads off, they move them, and they put the F1 driver's heads on us. That is the heady show. <laughs> My wife would be so stoked if it was Carlos Sainz. Let me tell you, she has a big wife boner for that guy. Nice. I keep telling her that he is way too young for her, okay? After all the things that we've said bad about some of my friends dating <laughs> relative children, not actual children. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, anyway, um, what did you learn this week, Brandon? I learned that I have a lot of thinking to do before I re- replace any part of my body with um, a lab-grown ear. <laughs> 
I'm fine with you making your wiener bigger though with it. I think that that type of vanity is fine. The only, the, only if the 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 method in which I make it bigger is by adding an ear onto the end of it. <laughs> that is not what you want to hear. I can hear what my baby heard. <laughs> uh, oh God, Gregor, what did you learn this week? I I learned that I'm going straight to hell, <laughs> just right, just right uh, for the. Will you be carried by the dragon of death? It's clearly, that is clearly going to happen. Um, I learned that I haven't really changed my stance on um, thinking that pterodactyls or the pterosaur family would benefit humanity in terms of its awesomeness and possible yeah. reality shows. Yeah. Oh, okay. And the gun lobby could get behind it too because you need more. You could actually use those assault rifles to assault something that's not a human being that doesn't need to be killed. And, and why not do it while we still have Jeff Goldblum around to uh, reenact all of the parts of the uh. <laughs> Brandon, you learned anything else this week? Uh, yeah, I learned that by not getting into crypto, uh, because I know that if I were to get into crypto, I wouldn't have been one of the ones who forgot about Ethereum and made a million dollars. I would have been the guy who definitely got scammed out of a bunch of money. So I learned that it's a good thing I didn't get into crypto. $2,600, okay? Not a million. If it was a million. 2600 It was a million Patero coin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> PT Cruiser coin. Nerd talk, nerd talk, talking about nerd talk, yeah! Join us next week live on the Odyssey app at 10 a.m. We do it uh, Pacific time. We do it every week. And uh, enjoy the podcast version on this on your podcast provider of choice. You can listen on the Odyssey app. Have fun. 10 a.m. PT Cruiser time. <laughs> we really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh.